episode 108. Before we start this episode, I want to apologize because this was a longer episode. But hey, just think of it as two episodes in one because we may not be recording tomorrow. Um, There was some interesting content behind this. And one more quick cheat code in that aspect because we didn't get to dive too much into it as far as the consideration that you can add uh, for the week. I guess it's with the Golden State situation. You know, you got to think with Kevon Looney out, you're like, you got to either pick up Eric Pascal or Paschal and, and again, hooked on Phonics guys or Damian Lee that had a good game. You just take a flyer on them and, you know, and either one of them, I, I think I actually I would rather have Eric uh, in that aspect. And then obviously we had mentioned Jordan Poole. That could be another player. So Golden State, you need to see who's going to have the hot hand and, you know, that's where we're at. So let's go ahead and start the show. Take a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. This episode, we're going to talk on some recent news and at the same time talk about games uh, that are going on. And I'm not alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you guys may be in the fantasy world. I have the combo guard here, Jacob the White Knight. How you doing today, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Starks, I'm doing well, man. It's a beautiful night. How you doing? I am doing well. It is a beautiful night indeed. And not only him, but we also have LT the Sage. How are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. The, my, my rose wilted today, but he'll he'll come back stronger the next game. I promise you guys. Yeah, I bet you he'll be he'll be running the wing. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. All righty, all righty. First up, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, some recent news that just happened. Alfred Payton. Uh, he was. Uh, he started tonight, uh, but he was limited to only 20 minutes because uh, because he has a sore right hamstring, which is not what we want to hear. And that's usually uh, that's usually a multi-game absence. Uh, so, you know, with your boy DSJ, he's mm. away from the team right now. Um, so, you know, I, I want to get your thoughts on that, Starks. What do you think about uh, what do you think about the point guard um, situation after that injury? Yeah, I'll take the heat. We can we can always talk about this. I'll embrace this because I know actually I'm going to go ahead and segue off to uh, a little moment of a of a guy that's in the league. He sent me a he sent me a trade offer in a disrespectful way. I forgot what player he sent to me. <laughs> he sent me like a bottom drawer type of player for DSJ, and I just looked uh, at it. I haven't, I haven't recovered from that um, in that aspect. <laughs> where he even had the time to deal with it. But the funny thing is, it's always when it. You know, I, I'll make mistakes, and but the thing is, the season's still young. And uh, but, anyways, let me get back to the point here. So, Alfred Payton, um, to, for him to be out, if like if you mentioned, if there's going to be extended absence, it's going to be an unfortunate situation. Uh, Frank Nilakina uh, was supposed to pick up some slack here; didn't look too good. Maybe they mm-hmm. utilized Trier as well, but DSJ for this personal time he's taking off. I think he might, it might even be more than one game, but I'll say it like this: hopefully. It's a lot shorter than what this personal time was for today. 
Uh, but I still think brighter days is to come for DSGA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it was interesting because it seemed like it seemed like Alfred Payton was running away with the job at least mm -hmm. early on. So I think this opens the door back open for uh, DSJ once he returns. What do you think, LT? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I'm I was looking at the game. Alonzo Trier to me was doing pretty good the last couple of games. Um, you know, uh, producing at that spot. Um, I'm just so, so I'm a little surprised that they he he didn't even play. He picked up a DN. He looks like he's picked up a DMP today. So he wasn't even in a rotation. So um, if Alfred Payton, if he's he's, he's going to be away for a couple of games, uh, DSJ uh, can come back. Um, but Frank. Uh, Frank N is what I'm gonna call his last name there. Nilakina. He's, uh, he's probably gonna get as much run as he can get right now. Um, yeah. He's 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 he, R.J. Barrett also seems to have some type of uh, some type of role as far as passing the rock and distributor, right. bringing the ball up sometimes as well. So uh, if you if Frank's available in your in your leagues, maybe try to pick him up just for maybe this week or um, the foreseeable future. But yeah, uh, DSJ has to. He's too good. Uh, to me, he's too good not to come back from this, but mm -hmm. it's it's right now it's just not looking good. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see them starting just a big lineup like they did uh, in game one. And like you said, I can definitely see Point, point, point Barrett coming into play. Um, <laughs> so it's definitely something to keep your eye on for sure. Um, so uh, for the next news, uh, I have for all of you, for all of you, uh, dynasty heads out there is that rookie jordan pool is making his first start tonight for for the golden state warriors um uh just just a recap jordan pool was the warriors first round pick this year um yeah. kerr said that he was hoping to light a spark because after that embarrassing loss uh to the okc thunder um he's looking for any sort of spark so i'm gonna pass you the ball there starks what do you think about jordan pool in in a dynasty league, Jordan Poole uh, from Michigan. So a guard of six five. Mm -hmm. He, it's it's an interesting situation. Now, one one of the things I, I, I utilize as people probably know by now is the opera system that I created. Uh, so for mm -hmm. those that are new to the podcast, because because we are getting new listeners, the opera what it kind of stands for. I'll probably have an article as time progresses on, but O is an opportunity. P is per 36 numbers, E is an echo, R is an ride, and then uh, A is an age. And I'll expand on that more as the season goes along. But his mm -hmm. per, actually the college numbers per 40 numbers, 40-minute uh, 40, 40 numbers, he averaged 15 points or 15.4 uh, points, 1.3 steals, uh, two and a half assists. He was good at the free throw percentage at 80. Uh, he took a decent amount of three-point shots. His percentage is at 36%. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not, not just because of the per 40 numbers that he had for college, but I'm not running and, and diving into uh, picking him up. But I mean, if you're in a deep dynasty league, honestly, it makes sense because Golden State, that if you look at it, their rotation other than their starters is like, who do, who do you have? So they're going to need players, whether he's starting or not, they're going to need some oomph behind that team. So he's <laughs> worth, I mean... Like I said, even though I'm not rushing to get him in a deep dynasty league, it does make sense to grab him. And that's kind of where I'm standing. He's not going to 
give you the outstanding numbers. But, you know, every, just because he didn't do well in college doesn't necessarily mean it won't translate in the NBA because Golden State typically has the good opportunity and type of offense that people can flourish from. LT, what's your thoughts, man? Hey, man. The pool, Jordan Poole. Um, I, I, he, to, from what I remember, jump on he's, in. He's by he jump on. <laughs> hey, man. He's three and deep type of guy. Um, and so uh, I, I, I don't know too much about his game. So I'll have to see some highlights. I'll use my Sage Eye to see what he looks like mm-hmm. out there running with Curry and Russell after I look at some of these highlights. But um, it, to me, uh, he's just kind of he's just kind of being infused there to try to give some like uh, Kerr said, give some life to the team. Yeah. I was looking at their I was looking at their roster, and um, to be honest, I'm surprised. Uh, I guess Alec, Alec Burks is hurt. Um, I feel like he's a, a, a presence on that team that could help out. Um, he's usually always, uh, you know, serviceable as far as <laughs> in the NBA. Um, but um, I, the issue with Poole in a dynasty format in my eyes is that, yeah, this year he might get some run. But as soon as Clay Thompson comes back, that, that you know, it's, it's, uh, it's automatic. And it's not like Clay's old. Uh, so I don't know. How, how, how do you feel, Jacob? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to ride the wave of the pool until, you know, <laughs> like like musical chairs, like Stark says. I mean, I think this is just going to be a situation where they keep on switching the um, starting five until they find something that sticks. And he is having he is having a pretty solid game uh, through through three quarters right now. Um, but I mean, until this rotation gets set, I mean. You can add him in a deep league just so that you can ride that wave until until it comes crashing down and then Kerr wants to start Chris again or he wants to start Damian Lee again or you know what 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 is good news for pool owners is that Jacob Evans is injured. I mean it's not good news for Evans, but it's good news if you went out and you added him in hopes that he would stick. So it could stick just because of that. So um, those, those are, those are my thoughts on pool. Um, so moving on, um, I wanted to bring up, uh, the, the Pistons actually benched my, uh, they benched my deep, my deep dynasty boy, Bruce Brown Jr. Um, <laughs> I've been singing, I've been singing his praises because of, because of his, because of his defense, but with, no Blake Griffin there. They're going. They need some offensive punch, and that's why I think they they brought on Kennard and Fraser in um, to start. But uh, yeah, I'm going to pass uh, LT LT the ball here. Um, I, I'm curious why they didn't want to start start your boy D Rose. <laughs> All right, yeah, hey, I'll definitely take this ball. Uh, I'm gonna steal this ball from you. Detroit's my, my my second team baby. Of course, my favorite team is the Blazers, but I'm I'm really interested in Detroit's rotations and their team this year. Um, <clears throat> what I take away most from this game is Derrick Rose still took the most shots on the team. Even though he's coming off the bench, Tim Frazier, come on, we already know where what he's about. He's not mm-hmm. going to stick there in that starting lineup. Uh, Luke Kennard, I do like Luke Kennard's game. Um, I've, I've seen some, I've seen some highlights. I like his placement on the on the court. I, he he seems to always find a way to get open. Um, and he, you know, with Drummond in the middle, kicking it out. Uh, Derrick Rose penetrating, kicking it out. Luke Kennard, I, I like his game. He's he's been pretty efficient too. Um, but as far 
far as Derrick Rose, I have a feeling um, there was a blurb that came out. I don't know if anybody's seen it. That they are looking to increase Derrick Rose minutes. Uh, Ooh, you heard it. You saw it too, Starks. Uh, they're, they're, they're looking to increase Derrick Rose's minutes. And as the season goes on, uh, Derrick Rose himself has said that as he gets more wind underneath him and get more comfortable in the offense, you know, he's, he's looking to actually hit that 30 to 31 minute mark. And that, that's when, that's when as a, as someone like me is salivating over, um, once he gets to that point. Um, but yeah, um, you know, four for 16, Tim Frazier, he's not a threat. Don't worry about him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I like, I like Luke Kennard. I like Luke Kennard to probably maybe stay in that starting spot until Blake Griffin comes back and we'll see how that, uh, rotation levels out. What you think Starks? Uh, this is what I think. You know, you said it. You know, it gets more win, it gets more. You know, opportunity and fun. I, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. The time and opportunity is gonna. If he increases his minutes, that's more of a, a concern, just because of you know obviously the injury history with him. So it's at any time. You know, he has the strap of the bomb strap around his body and around his chest, so mm. that can explode at any time this year. But I right. do want to basically touch up on somebody. I know, I know I'm kind of cheating into this um this game a little bit but one player that i want to talk about that i was a little frustrated with because they wasn't giving him the minutes and it's christian wood mm, uh, yes for those mm. for those that are in deep dynasty formats and honestly in a redraft league you might want to as jacob would say have him on your watch list if you're mm -hmm. in a deeper redraft league or even a points league i think i might add him now luke Kennard had started this game it's just like you know um the what uh white knight and uh lt had mentioned you know, which is good. They they needed that punch. It is unfortunate to kind of pivot back on Bruce Brown. I think better days are to come to him. Obviously, mm -hmm. just like what was mentioned, they definitely need a punch on the offense until Blake Griffin comes back. So I think Bruce, Bruce Brown will be okay, a serviceable type of guy later in the year. He's not going to explode or anything, but he's going to give you some decent stats. But going back to Christian Wood, in this game in particular, 19 points and 12 rebounds in the slap. He had the second. He was the second uh, person on the team, the the uh, second highest plus minus rating on the court. And I kept saying, "Man, stop beating around the bush. Stop having <laughs> Thon Maker getting all these minutes ahead of him." Mm -hmm. Finally, this game, he's he's got more minutes at 21 minutes. And I mm -hmm. think it might have been possible. I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I didn't see it, but I think he closed out shopping this game in a big win that they needed against Indiana. So in that case, if Christian Wood did finish that game, that's music to my ears and honestly, listeners ears that whether uh, was was either patient or they had to cut bait with him. If you cut bait with him, I, honestly, in a deeper league, I'm, I'm jumping all in into that to get him because Thon Maker is it's unfortunate. He hasn't been the player that we thought he could have been years ago. And that that rotation for today, from what I see, it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to steal the ball there. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you remember the article I put out in the preseason. Um, the the gold versus fool's gold. Um, yeah, I yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, Christian Wood as gold. Like he was mm. killing it. He was killing it in the preseason, and we had seen this before at the end of last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the Pelicans, um, he just kills it on a per minute basis, and it's like, why won't you give this man more minutes? Like, I tried to start the hashtag Free Christian Wood, uh, Free <laughs> Christian Wood. You know, um, it didn't pick up much steam, but I think after this game, it's it it might uh, just 
oh my goodness, in 21 minutes, like you said, eight for 10, three for three from three pointer, 12 rebounds, a slap, and 19 points. I mean, like, mm. you put that on a, you know, like everyone loves to do things in a per 36 minute. I mean, I don't have the exact stats, but that's got to be like over 30 points, yeah. uh, 20, you know, like 20 rebounds, three blocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this guy would be a monster. And so all we can do is hope, uh, get that hashtag, get that hashtag trending, uh, and maybe they can fix the problem. But uh, what do you think there, LT? Um, so I'm not too, the, I'm actually uh, interested now. Uh, Christian Wood, is he, is he like a four or is he a, is he a five? It's like a little hybrid there, but also, okay. let me, but let me just steal the ball real quick on top of that. Oh, you know, uh, I just wanted to also mention per his 36 numbers, it obviously this game didn't include, but just to kind of give the listeners an inkling, uh, we'll, we'll just, just hypothetically talk about last year, his per 36 numbers is 25 point average. He'll get you almost a, a, a steal and a half. And he's close to two blocks with 12 rebounds a game. And he's mm. going to be at the free throw line at least close to seven times. Not the best free throw percentage at 75 last year. And he's not going to give you that. But the thing is, if you're punting and free throw percentage, essentially, he's he's going to be solid for you. And his field goal percentage mm-hmm. is high. So, sorry, LT, I'll, I'll pass you back the ball. Man. Oh, no, you're good. You're good, <laughs> man. Um, I, I, I'm not too keen on Christian Wood, but I'm interested because I am looking for myself for a nice little uh, uh, coupon cutting big man. Um, so I'm interested to see how he performs uh, going forward. My only issue, I guess, with Christian Wood, just looking at it um, in a redraft sense is uh, it looks like there's there's people in front of him that I don't know if the, he's going to be able to get the full minutes uh, that he needs because uh, Markeith Morris, you, you would imagine that his, mm-hmm. his starting spot is probably cemented there. He had five fouls this game so they probably may have played christian wood a little longer due to the foul trouble of markeith so um I, i'm just i'll keep my eyes out i'll listen to you guys and i keep definitely keep <laughs> my nose to the ground on, on on christian wood right right absolutely yeah so definite definitely keep him on on your watch list and as we know uh markeith morris has neck issues and so he's usually mm. he's he's usually good for a few games out you know he's good now but he's always dealing with something in his neck and that's not something to take lightly so yeah so just keep him on your watch list um and hopefully hopefully the coach can see what he's done and just give him some more run um so with that um there is one more piece of news, um, and this goes with Dynasty and Redraft. Um, Kevin Porter, um, he's he's still he's still going to remain on a twenty minute limit. I know that's maddening for a lot of people in Dynasty and somewhat in Redraft, just because he had a great he he had a great game last game, and um, and the Hawks played tonight and they play tomorrow and they and they play on thursday so like he he's playing during the slow game days um but he's still on this 20 minute limit so so i know we stand pat for dynasty but redraft lt if you if you if you had him in let's say a 10 or a 12 team uh redraft league do you 
cut bait? Do you hold tight and hope that they lift lift the lift the restrictions soon? What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, and ten team, you're, you're you're probably cutting bait with him. There's probably someone out there that you can probably catch or get in in the waivers uh, that definitely can produce at a higher clip for you. Um, in the twelve team, fourteen team, uh, you're probably holding Pat. Um, he he has the potential to really produce on this Atlanta team. Uh, there's not a lot of in like there's not a lot of players on Atlanta that are just entrenched as starters or minute. You know, other than Trey Young um, and maybe John. Collins, you're, you're pretty much uh, anybody can come in and probably uh, produce and add. So mm-hmm. Kevin Herter, I, I do like his game. Uh, you're seeing a little bit of a, a small sample size I have seen of him, but he needs to get off this minute limit, this minute restrictions for him to really uh, increase. Uh, what do you think, Starks? Uh, I think what you said makes sense in the redraft league. I, I'm with mm-hmm. you on that. You got to. I think. I mean, you got to cut bait in the 10 man league, and I'm I'm almost borderline to do it in a 12 man league mm-hmm. dynasty mm-hmm. format. Um, particular is for those GMs that are kind of panicking in the situation and, and maybe frustrated. Obviously, it's too early in the season, but I would be trying. I would try to buy low. And kind of what you mentioned, LT. It is mm-hmm. a lot of bodies getting out there, but that's uh, his talent alone basically warrants him to get minutes at some point in time. He's going to supplant pretty much essentially everybody on that bench. I'm not concerned about that. Uh, but as you know, one thing I'll, I'll mention is although. The, the time frame that he has, his assist rate, although he's not getting the minutes, is bumped up drastically versus last year per his 36 numbers. So that's something that's interesting. That means they're going to trust and trust him to have the ball from time to time. Obviously, Trigger Trey is going to facilitate the offense, but he could be a, a player also that may facilitate under the radar. And at the same time, you know, there was gushings going on throughout the summer uh, of him being like a Clay Thompson light. That's mm-hmm. going to be a shooter of threes. So I'm interested in, in all dynasty formats, and I'm, I'm going to be patient. Absolutely. I agree with you there, Starks. Um, so with that, that is all the news I have. So I'm going to pass the ball back to Starks and have him uh, facilitate the offense. Nice, nice. So we'll go ahead and dive into some of these games. I mean, we're recording while games are going on, going on, but it only makes sense to still touch up on these games in particular. Uh, so we'll go with the games that are done. So we'll hit it off with the Orlando versus Toronto game. Orlando lost. Uh, so Toronto won 104 to 95. And jumping mm. on the side of Orlando, I definitely want to talk about a, a breakout candidate that I think mm. this year is Jonathan Isaac. Mm. He had a solid game, <laughs> 24 points seven rebounds, three steals, and two slaps. And he was efficient today, seven for 10 field goal percentage. He made all of his charity stripes at five, and he hit five snipes. So this player, I believe, is going to be uh, – what I guess what I'm a little concerned, if, if there's anything to nitpick a little bit on, is throughout the preseason he was getting a lot of assist, but he had no assist this game. Uh, Aaron Gordon, I guess, was more of the assist guy, but uh, Aaron Gordon, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I'll pass you the, one of you guys the bar after I talk about Gordon. He's just one of those players. It's like you wanted to believe he was going to be good. And maybe, you know, there's still time for him. But I just mm-hmm. been avoiding drafting him in, in all these years. And this game, this stat line is not pretty, man. 29 minutes, two points, five rebounds. Yeah, five assists. He did have two blocks, but he only shot the ball six times. The whole starting lineup had more shots than him. And that's including DJ Augustin. So, that's something to think about. So I'll pass you the ball there. 
Uh, LT, what's your thoughts there on that team? Yeah, I wanted to. I want to talk about Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is a guy that I loved. I loved last year. I had him. I had him last year for the majority of the year, and he he. he when he's on, he's on. He, he's he's shooting threes. He's he's getting you those sweet sweet middle ground sides, assists, rebounds, just giving you a sweet middle ground of all of those cats you want. And I am worried about him because I, I, as I tell you guys, I'm looking at these games and he looks timid. He doesn't look confident on the court. He is uh, outside of Vooch, and who, and if you look at it, Vooch had a bad, a terrible game as well. Yeah, other than did. his rebounds, uh, one for yeesh, one for thirteen. <laughs> uh, yeah. But just Aaron Gordon, I have him in one league this year, and I've been paying attention. And it's just, man, I'm telling you what, I am worried about his production for the rest of the year. I'm, I'm not too sure if there's anybody or any, you know, anybody or anyone that. You can trade him out for. You kind of have to hold Pat at this time um, and just hope that he gets better. Um, but uh, I'm I'm really worried about Aaron Gordon uh, for the foreseeable future. He took less shots than Markel Fultz. So uh, what do what do you mm. think? What do you think, Jacob? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. You actually took him from me. Uh, I did, <laughs> I did, or 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 or, or did I? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it was it was a terrible game and he had no and he had no uh usage whatsoever and if you look if you look at his uh plus minus he had the worst on the team at minus 17 so he was doing nothing the whole game so (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy though because he has so much talent and he's so Mm -hmm. much fun to watch like you know like if you guys ever saw that movie uh uncle drew yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> he he was awesome, you know, and like he just he he just has so much talent and he's fun to watch and you watched him in the dunk contest. He's cool, yet he has these games where he just disappears. But I can see him next game having just a breakout game. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know what you're getting from him from time to time, which is so maddening and that's why it's hard to and that's why it's hard to own him and i think you can definitely try to trade him if you are an owner just on name alone after he has that breakout game and just be like just try to rid yourself of him unless you can't get equal to better value um he's just he's just such he just He's just such a maddening case that i don't mm-hmm. want to i just don't want to deal with that all year what do you think starks yeah, I, I'll just say this. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know how to really take Aaron Gordon, man. It's, I'll be honest with you. I, I wanted to kind of like crack a joke mm-hmm. on you guys and, and kind of say, man, you guys believe in the two fairy too much, man. And, <laughs> but at the same time, he does have talent. So that's why I can't really say that. You know, he, right. he's still going to be an okay player, just like you guys mentioned. You I mean, he's going to. He's going to probably have a bounce back game at some point in time or at probably the next game. But I actually want to mm-hmm. segue into a player that White Knight is looking like you're going to, you know, get praised for what you're saying is Markel oh. Fultz. And mm-hmm. it looks like he's going to probably <laughs> I think, you know, just looking at this line, he got 26 minutes. That's good. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's going to get the starting job, like you said, a lot sooner than later with yeah. 13 points, two rebounds and five assists. He shot a fish and six for 11. So. Maybe there's better days to come. So for those in the dynasty format that took a chance on him, you never know. But anything, any bright thing that you can uh, take from a number one uh, 
a draft pick, and obviously in the NBA, the, the prize possession may be this could be your chance. So um, let's go ahead and swing on to Toronto mm -hmm. uh, real quick. And actually, I'm going to be honest with you, LT, man. Mm. Your boy, OG, man. That, oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm not even yeah. going to even talk about it. I'll pass you the ball and your thoughts on your boy, man. <laughs> man, so uh, one thing I want to – we just talked about this in the last episode. We had yeah. a uh, viewer question mm -hmm. about uh, OG, and uh, he he comes through. You look at this game right now. Uh, the biggest thing that stands out to me in this game is the minutes. I know he uh, – listen, mm -hmm. I know he had five swipes. I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but look at the minutes, 38 yeah. minutes. Minutes yeah. played in this game, he is entrenched as a starter um, right. a for this team. He is going to be playing big minutes. He's young, he's ready, um, and he is. I mean, five for he only took eleven shots, twelve points. But look at he the intangibles. Look at the eight rebounds, two assists. I mean, that's not what he's there for. No turnovers, five mm. swipes right there in the category leagues. That can that can put you ahead in category leagues for the week already on this on on the first day Monday and, and he even added two blocks um, and so you, you just it's crazy to see what he's doing in uh, in the amount of minutes he's playing um, uh, aside uh, Siakam and Lowry um, what do you what do you think Jacob uh, I have a question for you LT is that the yeah. next uh, Anunobi's the next Batum <laughs> uh oh uh oh um. He, he he's gonna have to assist a little more. Batum Batum would give you five rebounds and then like five, like seven assists for no reason every game. It was it was, he's, it like was, a five, it was he's like a five by five. Yeah, five by five player. Yeah. It, was, it was absolutely ridiculous. But uh, he's close. He's close, man. He's close. <laughs> absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, like those five steals, they just jump out at you, and he's wow. so efficient. I mean, you know, it's hard. It's hard not to like what you see, and he's getting those minutes and. Oh my goodness! You look at that bench, and no one, no one else, no one else really got those minutes except mm -hmm. for except for the starters. Um, and one 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 other line that jumps out on me, and I think it's uh, it's not it's not it's not an accurate tale of Fred a Fred uh, Fred uh, double V Yeah, yeah, I was about to say this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, three for fourteen. Um, mm. See, I mean, I was never, I was never on that bandwagon of the first game where he just went off. Uh, but I did say he's not going to be that good, and he's not going to be as bad as three fourteen. Even though he went three for fourteen, he was seven for seven uh, from the line. He got five rebounds, six assists, two steals, and fourteen points. I mean, that's a great line. I just think his, you know, his his field goal percentage is going to hover around like 400 um which is not ideal um unless you're punting free th or unless you're punting field goal percentage but that's not really a category that you want to punt there um so uh i want to get your thoughts on uh van vliet there starks yes thank you thank you for passing the ball I was ready for this one <laughs> all so right this situation yeah just like you said jacob we we talked about this you know it was a one game that he had that explosion it was against the pelicans everybody was feeling good sticking their chests out like oh man i gotta steal the draft and the thing is it was just the first game of the season now this obviously this game is a little of a little bit of an outlier just like you had mentioned three for 14 better days are going to come for him i'm not mm -hmm. bashing him and not saying he's not a good player but this comes on the heels of a listener saying hey starks man um I was offered this trade, a top 50 player 
ish. And uh, I don't know if I want to do them like, uh, I oh. think you take that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I understand sometimes it's hard to, you, we get, we get stuck and almost we're prisoners of the moment when it comes mm -hmm. to fantasy sometimes. And sometimes when you fall in that path, you can find yourself in the dead end. And we want to try to help you guys to avoid that possibility, especially uh, in the dynasty redraft, any type of league that you're in. But also, you know, to talk about and, and pivot off of, you know, LT and his, and his guy here, OG, is one thing is you, anybody that drafted him in, in your league, I don't care who you was or where you was, what type of league you were in, you cut a massive coupon on this guy because in mm. my opinion at this mm. point in time, now I know there's only been a few games this year. I get it. But one thing that everybody had said, especially Jacob here, the minutes, this tight ship that they're running, it's strictly towards the starters, right? Mm -hmm. So let's look at it like this. Just like LT had mentioned, the 38 minutes that he got tonight, the stock stats is crazy. Five steals and two blocks. Now, he, in my opinion, in my eyesight, he could be a top 75 player or better. And mm -hmm. right now, as this season is, obviously it's too early in the season, but currently, if obviously all the games are not done, he's a top 26 player currently at this, mm -hmm. at right now, as we're on this podcast, meaning he's third round value. That is outrageous. Now, again, that is not sustainable. I'm not saying that, but in my eyesight, I believe he could be a top 75 player moving forward. And honestly, if you have him, as LT would say, you're probably going to be smiling from ear to ear. Mm. I want to add a little quick. I want to add a little quick clip into this too. Um, Kyle Lowry. I know he's going under the radar, but he is killing it this yeah, year. He is, he is. absolutely right. killing it this year. And uh, it, I don't know. You probably. I think I. I have him in maybe two leagues. I got him maybe like that third round, fourth round area. He is absolutely just going off this year and he's playing heavy minutes he his his conditioning looks good uh if you draft a kyle lowry you're probably smiling from ear to ear as well <laughs> so we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead and segue <laughs> into another game actually and it's the cleveland milwaukee game uh cleveland tried to put up a fight but milwaukee won 129 <laughs> to 112 and uh you know i'll jump on the side of milwaukee and just highlight we got a speed this offense up a little bit we we've been we've been juicy with that, that mm -hmm. <laughs> so so middleton had a pretty good game 21 8 and 2 uh shot efficient hit three snipes Giannis, 14 points 10 rebounds seven assists two blocks i'm trying to look at the, eric bledsoe had a, a better a better day i guess you could say 14 points four rebounds eight assists uh, mm. But I actually want to touch up on the guy that <laughs> it just makes me cr like laugh on the inside because as Jacob knows, I talked about him. It's curious George Hill, man. <laughs> 19 minutes and 19 yeah. points, eight rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Oh, and he hit a snipe. What was you going to say, Jacob? I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, I mean, like in 19 minutes, I mean, like he was that – he was that efficient. I mean, I recommended him as a streamer this week, but he was down my list at, like at number 15, like a last-ditch streamer because he's getting those minutes. But, I mean, that's, that's, a great, that's a great line right there, Starks. Go ahead. No, so that's, that's pretty much it. And then last thing is a guy that I, I get frustrated with because I feel like Milwaukee, since they lost Malcolm Brogdon to – let Pat Connington get some minutes, please. Yeah. That's all I asked for. And he had a good game, too. 17 points in only 20 minutes, four rebounds and four assists. Dynasty owners out there, I'm sure he, he might possibly be in the free agency. And some people are probably giving up on him. 
I would still try to buy him. You're going to get him very cheap right now. Hopefully, Milwaukee utilizes him more. Eric Bledsoe, I'll say this real quick on him. He's obviously a good player, but I, I'm a little questionable about him this year. We're, maybe things might change in regression. I'm not saying that yet, but there's a possibility. So I'll pass you the ball uh, there, uh, LT, if you want to highlight on anything of those players there. Yeah, I'll do a quick. I'll do a quick synopsis here, just uh, giving a sage eye alert. Uh, I actually watched a lot of uh, a Milwaukee game this weekend, and Eric Bledsoe. Um, I think in this new age uh, NBA, he's his game is not translating very well uh, because what they're well, he he did a, he's doing a lot of slashing, but he can't. He doesn't have a floater. Um, he doesn't have a mid-range, really, that's consistent. And so I, I saw him just running into a lot of walls um, when he was uh, when I was watching him play the other day. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, man, you know, I used to watch this guy. He used to go in. He used to, you know, take contact. And right. just the way that they're playing defense now. And I don't know if it can six for 16. He took the most shots on the team, uh, but only made six shots, six of those shots. 0 for 4 from 3. Never was his game. Uh, eight assists is good. <laughs> But man, I, I I'm with you, Starks. I'm not really buying Eric Bledsoe this year. And Pat Connaughton is a is a Blazer special. I love that guy when he was in uh, Portland. And uh, Wesley Snipes is old, so uh, we'll, so uh, keep your eyes out. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. So in Pat Connaughton on Dynasty, I like like Stark said, I'll go with that. Take, definitely take a coupon on him. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, Wesley Snipes. He's old, but he's actually getting the job done this year. You know, like he's one of the he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of he's he's one of those boring players that we talk about that gets the job done. I mean, like he's been getting steals, he's been getting those threes, which is a nice streamer quality for sure. Um, so that's uh, what I got to say on the Bucks, Starks. What do you got next for us? All right, perfect. And the last thing I'll say on top of that, as you guys, you know, we talk about Wesley Snipes with a good laugh. He had the highest plus. <laughs> he had the highest plus rating on Milwaukee's team tonight. That's wow. crazy. So plus he twenty one. Exactly ignorant, right? <laughs> so it ain't luck. That's all skill. So Cleveland, looking on the Cleveland side of things. Uh, I'll just man, Triscuits or biscuits. Man, I can't. Take it, man. I can't take it either, man. I'm he so won't go away. He, he, really won't, he really won't go away. And I was thinking maybe, where's Ante, like, Zizic? Like, I thought maybe he might get some <laughs> right. playing time. Like, he's not even in the rotation. Um, nope. But, you know, 17 points, 13 rebounds, and four, four assists. Like, that's, that's like, <laughs> underrated. He didn't get any stock stats. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you guys uh, – he probably – he shouldn't be in the, the, the waiver wire. And that's, that's even gross for me to say that. But <laughs> – uh, Garland, I, you know, my prediction doesn't look too good right now. I still think he could be a top 125 ish player. Give him some time as a rookie. Uh, mm. I'll pass you the ball there. LT. I'm sure you want to talk about sex in there, man, man. I do. But first I want to, I want to just say how disappointed I am in myself by not drafting Tristan Thompson in a lot mm. of my leagues. I, I was looking for cheap big men in most of my leagues. I went hard on point guards oh, he's cheap. and, and man, if I would, <laughs> man, <laughs> If I could have just picked up Triscuits here, man, that would have been I've been just beautiful. I'm just so upset at myself. I don't know why I thought 
I don't know. Anyways, probably because it's Triscuits. Um, anyway, <laughs> Colin Sexton, uh, 30 minutes, 8 for 15. Uh, one of the, his big things is his field goal percentage, right? We thought he wasn't going to be very uh, efficient from that area, but uh, eight, 8 for 15 today, 2 for 5 snipes, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. Um, no stock stats, which... Uh, to be honest, I don't expect from Sexton. You're just looking for points, and, uh, and he, he's producing that right now. He's doing pretty well um, for the Cleveland as uh, providing points. So what do you think, White Knight? Just another boring guy that uh, gets a job done, Tristan Thompson. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I always want to recommend him as a streamer, but somehow he's owned in a ton of Fantrax leagues, so I can never have that but you know he's always low owned in yahoo espn uh, and it's just because he doesn't offer any blocks you know and that's what yeah. you want but i mean he gets he gets like a steady like what like 10 points nine nine boards and maybe like a lucky stat because he plays a ton of minutes um so it's just he's not a sexy pick which is why you which which is why i assume that none of us drafted him but he's been great so far until they ship him off and then he's a backup somewhere else so yeah. i wouldn't get too excited on him but until the deadline why not stream him um absolutely yeah and with um sexton yeah i really thought he was going to take that uh, take that sophomore leap and get a few more dimes, but it doesn't seem like anyone on the Cavs really wants to pass. Like there's like <laughs> assist numbers are super low across mm, the board. Yeah. You know, like the most is four from their center. So oh my gosh, uh, it's it's uh, a bit of a mess down there. And I think they just need to clean up house and trade Love, trade uh, trade Thompson. I assume they'll probably trade Osman. Uh, just because they had such high hopes for him, and he's kind of struggling right now. And I actually wanted to ask you uh, about that, Starks. What do you think about Osman right now? I think a lot of people has given given up on him. I, I guess I'm there, I'm few, and there's some other people as well that are willing to still uh, believe in or still believe in him. And I think what kind of bothers me is he's only he only take he only took eight shots this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think there's still there's slight hope this year. I did avoid him in all my drafts this year just because I, I don't know. I, I do expect him to be oh, – I'm hoping serviceable. I mean, I think he could be mm-hmm. a top 150 player. I thought maybe last year, and I'm sure a lot of experts actually as well thought he could be potentially a 125 or pl- better player last year, and it just didn't seem to be the case. In the Dynasty format, um, I, I see someone give up on him recently for like like basically pennies or, or crumbs. Exactly nothing. Right. And honestly, I, I still feel like that was a bad trade because you still gotta you still gotta be hopeful on certain players in a deep mm-hmm. dynasty format. So that's where I stand with Osman. And kind of jumping back, and we'll we'll get to the transition to the next game. But one thing I want to say real quick is Kevin Porter Jr. that I'm always going to speak about on Cleveland is dynasty GMs or owners. As Cleveland continues to lose, he needs to be on your radar moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll trans uh, transition to the Golden State in New Orleans game. Uh, we highlighted it a little bit about when we were talking about pull, uh, but one of the players that that cannot be David. Oh, I was about to start tripping if I seen David Lee. It's Damian Lee. Damian Lee. Had a good game. David like, Lee. 
I'm like, man, he he rose from the ashes. So right. this this Damian Lee, I, I need to look a little bit more on him. But he had a good game off the bench. Obviously, it could be an outlier, but you know, there's something I need to uh, analyze a little bit more. I wasn't prepped for it, but 23 points, 11 rebounds, two assists from the bench. Mm. Um, that is good, you know, maybe, because I know some of the talk was Eric uh, Pascal, or however you pronounce his name, was the player that's supposed to be, you know, the shoe-in to kind of give that boost with Kevon Looney out. So, is lead the guy, as, you know, we get through this podcast, I'll do my research, but um, it looked like Draymond Green had a triple-double, had a really good game, 16 Mm. points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists, two steals. I'm sure Lewis would have loved to be on this episode to feel real good uh, to talk about Draymond Green. Uh, but, you know, I know some people felt like he was going to just be this monster this year because of, you know, KD not there and obviously Clay Thompson out. I don't, he's not a usage rate type of player, so he's not going to jack up a lot of shots. So, so you know, oh, go ahead. Oh, someone says, oh, no, never mind. So, with oh, that said, <laughs> okay, so I was just going to say, you know, that's pretty much all I had. Obviously, uh, I'll pass you the ball, LT, if you want to touch up on that game, man. Yeah, just uh, just uh, I got a question for you guys since we're on the podcast. I actually got a trade offer okay, uh, okay. for um, Brandon Ingram. So someone someone wants to give me Brandon Ingram for Jaron Jackson Jr. JJR. Um, what Triple J? That's what? Rude. what well, that's rude. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> rude. rude. Okay. So uh, you guys are not taking that trade, I'm guessing. No, let, let uh, me just I'm... go ahead. Uh, all right. All right, Starks, you go first. <laughs> no, go ahead, White Knight, man. That's all you no, 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 no. I was just going to quickly say, I mean, he is just trying super hard to cash in on the sell high. Like, he's just mm. like, Ingram's been on fire. Let me just try to lure, lure away Jaron Jackson. Um, I assume this is a redraft league because there's no mm-hmm. way uh, this would go down in a dynasty, you know. But still, I mean, I think Ingram doesn't give you any sort of stock stats if you are in a nine cat league. In a points league, it balances out a little. I still would not. I still would not take that trade. And in a nine cat, I think that's silly. Um, it's it's uh, a good try, but you know, uh, I just I just don't see any. Any reason to accept that trade? What do you think, Starks? Hey, man, uh, I'm just saying, are you sure? Because, uh, you know, 100%. He's, he's, he's first round value right now. Brandon mm-hmm. He <laughs> is. Yeah, he is. right, right, right. Sell high, baby. Yeah, that's that. That is absolutely true. That is a sell high moment. I, I honestly couldn't, I couldn't get, uh, I couldn't take Brandon Ingram for a triple <laughs> K. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Um, now, Brandon Ingram, that's nothing to take lightly. A, a first-round value right now It's way mm-hmm. too early in the season. But, you know, Zion Williamson is out. Could he, can this be sustainable when he comes back in? The likelihood is it's, a, it's slim. But, you know, maybe I think if, this, if there's going to be any good year for Brandon Ingram, I guess it has to be this year. Right. Uh, you know, one thing I'll say is, you know, the nine rebounds and he's shooting better at the free throw line. He's getting mm-hmm. some un- underrated assists. He's honestly almost filling up the stat sheet or the box scores as or the box the whole box as LT would say. Mm-hmm. It is it is something to think about and ponder. Let me ask you a question with a question, LT, as as mm-hmm. most would say. It, how deep is this league that you got this offer from? 
it's, it's is it like a twelve man or it's a twelve man, yes. It's a twelve man league. I, so I wanna I wanna go ahead and just uh so I got that trade and at first I was like, <laughs> come on now, I'm not an amateur, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not an amateur, right. but then I'm looking at this game and Brandon Ingram shot it twenty three times. Yeah. 23 <laughs> times what is happening pump up the volume as starks I, would say I, I love it. man wow. wow 23 shots um and who knows when zion williamson's gonna come back when zion williamson does come back i can almost i can almost think that he's gonna be on a minutes restriction um when he comes when he first comes back they're not gonna just deploy him out you know 30 35 minutes a game right away i you know, at first I was taking it lightly, but now I'm looking at these stats. I'm looking at his per season stats. I'm looking at the time he has out there, the amount of oh, shots he's taking in his offense. I'm like, <laughs> I am, I am on the cusp of taking that and running with it. I, oh, wow. I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but um, just to also oh, just so sorry to divert it from oh, the game, but just no, to come back to good. the game, um, we have. D. Russell finally shows out, uh, has a better game. His efficiency is always terrible, but he 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 had a better game this 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 today. Curry finally showing up. Um, he's he's played decent. Um, this is a big uh, one, another but a big line. And uh, uh, specifically for our leagues, uh, I've had a lot of uh, Draymond love come my way. Uh, but after this game, uh, he had the ouchie in the first game on his. I think it was his shirt, his elbow. He had a little bit of a of an injury um, that he continued to play with, so he might have been hurt these last couple of games. But uh, if he can put up stats like this, plus thirty six, uh, plus minus on this game, uh, so th- this game looks close, but it was wasn't um the, 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 i i you know draymond's looking really nice the rest of the rest of the way absolutely yeah 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 absolutely um you love to see those triple doubles and he's mm. always always going to give you only around like 14 to 16 points but if he can if you know if he can be a facilitator a rebounder i mean like he's going to be valuable um mm. and uh, I also wanted to touch up on another dynasty dandy here, Starks. Uh, Jackson Hayes, he got a lot of run. And it was a little bit concerning in the first game when he didn't play at all. And now and now he's getting 24 minutes and extremely efficient. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know as, as you would say, I hope somebody really bought, bought super low on him after that didn't even play just because he's you know you know he got 24 he he pretty much he played over melly who us minus josh hart is a mm-hmm. negative 19 oh. in the game uh so him and uh, even though brandon ingram shot it 23 times they were not doing anything else uh-huh. for the for uh for the pelicans but um i i the issue with josh hart and I picked him up. The I'm, he's basically one of my streamers in my league um, right now. The issue with Josh Hart is that if the Pelicans continue to lose, Naw is going to pick up more and more minutes because mm-hmm. Naw is the prospect. He's the you know there there he is the guy that I feel like could really be paired with Zion Ingram, uh, Alonzo. Um, you know JJ Redick is getting he's just getting older. So uh, if Josh Hart can continue to produce but if he's having games like this where he's not producing on the defensive end mm-hmm. uh, that's how that's why he's so valuable in that starting lineup if he's not producing there Nas gonna start getting run and his offensive game mm-hmm. is gonna outlast josh hart in my opinion throughout the season mm-hmm. yes I, I think i'm back you guys hear me oh yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, th- thanks, guys, for covering the big turnover on my side. So got it. The, the last part I heard was a little bit of Josh Hart. Did we talk? I'm sure we talked about Nah. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah with Josh yep. Hart. Yep. Okay. Just last thing I was going to say. I don't, I'm sure you guys probably touched up on Nah, but um, that situation is still a little flaky. But it's good to see Nah have that good game with 15 points, four rebounds, and nine assists. Uh, I, I know in a in a dynasty format, you you don't drop him obviously, but in a redraft league, it might be a little bit different uh, as, mm. as time progresses on that. Maybe he could go back on your watch list, as uh, Jacob would say. So mm-hmm. we covered that game, it looks like, on the Golden State side of things. So uh, we will accelerate this offense. And uh, with the Philadelphia and Atlanta game, Philadelphia won 105 to Atlanta 103. Uh, Joel Embiid finally came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he had a monster game, monster. 36 oh, yeah. points. 13 rebounds, five assists, three steals, and a slap. 12 for 19, 10 for 10 at the charity stripe with two snipes. Man, that is a recipe of, of success. And honestly, it's just always to me like he's a top three player. It's just mm. all about if he's on the court, and that's the question that it's it's concerning, right? So he's already missed time. I know that the mentions was he's going to probably get about 70 games plus this year, but that's going to be tough. Uh, looking on the whole other side of things, let me say this about Matisse Thibault is I'm glad to see him is still, even though he's coming off the bench, those thoughts, that's something mm. I'm never going to ignore from him. Right. Four steals and two blocks, man. And he, t- he, mm-hmm. he made two snipes on top of that. So regardless of this situation, I, I'm excited to see that. Um, if you guys want to touch up a little bit on any players on this game, I'll pass the ball to you there, White Knight. Yeah, absolutely, man. Tybal was on was on uh, my streaming list as well. I mean, nice oh my call. goodness, he yeah, man, he's he is at least going to give you more than one steal and one block a game. So I mean, he cut four steals and two blocks. I mean, that's insane, you know. And um, just wanted to say that Joel Embiid, man, he gave you what Lewis would say, those big man Donkey Kong stats. I mean, he's, just, <laughs> he's just unreal, you know. Uh, and as you said, I mean, it's all about staying healthy and just actually playing to get those stats. And that's why I didn't want to draft him personally because I, I couldn't deal with that headache. But seeing games like this, it's like, man, I wish I had him, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to move on to the Hawks side of the ball. I mean, it's good to see a dynasty dandy and Bruno Fernando put up yeah. put up mm-hmm. 11 points, two slaps, as Starks would say, four rebounds uh, in only 16 minutes. I mean, Bruno, if they were to give him some more minutes, I think he can definitely be a per a per 36-minute guy if they would actually give him some run. And I know he got hurt. And he missed last game, but I mean, I mean, he came back to just kill it and kill it in these 16 minutes. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, what do you think about this game, LT? Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, I so uh, of course, Lewis. Speaking of Lewis, I'm playing him in one of our <laughs> draft leagues, and of course, he has Joel Embiid, and of course, Joel Embiid. Of course, Joel B did this. That's a bad way to start the week. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> needs to say I'm losing right now. But anyways, um, Thigh Bully, I I love this guy. Starts uh, in White Knight. Uh, Thigh Bully, he's definitely keep your eyes and, and on him and, and you know your radars because um, 
four steals, two blocks. Uh, he's he, he, again, he's a three and D guy. Um, he's going to get you some snipes in there as well. I really like his game and I really think it translates well to what Philadelphia needs yeah. um, outside of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, just a guy that can get out there and defend the wing position. So you, you would think um, later down, down the years, uh, later, later on in the year, uh, they may be playing him and you know at the end of games uh, for his defensive prowess. So uh, keep an eye out for Thigh Bully. And then on the Atlanta side, uh, I mean Trey Young is still. I mean his his efficiency went down and oh my gosh, almost had a triple double with the ten turnovers. You 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 hate to see it, but. Um, He's still he's still killing it. Everyone else on the team is doing uh, doing okay. Um, Jabari Parker, you can ignore him. And we talked a little bit about Kevin Herter already. So yeah, Atlanta's uh, who we thought they were. Um, what do you think, Starks? Anything else on this on this game? Nah, man, I think it's pretty much covered well in particular. I mean, I'll just say uh, Hunter is and Cam Reddish is the guys I want to still look at. And then obviously what Jacob hi- highlighted on Fernando in the dynasty format. So we'll go into the transition of the Chicago and New York game. I, I just, it's hard for me to talk about uh, New York uh, in particular. But, you know, we'll, we'll say this. Mitch Robinson, this is kind of weird. He only had 18 minutes this game, but I guess it shouldn't be weird because Fizz will fizz you up. And uh. <laughs> Ten points and nine rebounds. But you're – LT, I feel like you're, you, you, you drafted this guy high in a lot of leagues and it's R.J. Barrett. He's been actually doing pretty good this season yeah. under the radar. 19 mm-hmm. points, 15 rebounds, and five assists. Uh, that free throw charity stripe was hurting, though, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bobby Portis, real quick, I'll say this about oh, him. Oh, gosh. He, he jacks up a lot of shots, man, and he yes, had a good game. 28 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists coming from the bench, and he doesn't know when not to take a shot. So I honestly felt like I should have drafted him on the on a deeper side of things because, I mean, he's not the worst player, but, I mean, he, he jacks up a lot of shots. Uh, White Knight, what's your thoughts on this game, man? Yeah, man, first of all, with R.J. Barrett, um, I want to – at least for now, I know we were going over the draft in our listener league, and uh, we had the team by the name of the kid. He drafted him mm-hmm. in in, in uh, the third round, and we were giving him a lot of grief. But now yeah. it's now it's looking like a steal almost. You know, yeah. he's getting forty minutes, and he's <laughs> putting up nineteen points, fifteen rebounds, five assists, and with the injury to Peyton, I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll just do some more um, facilitating with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, man, Mitch Rob, he still got the job done for you. Like ten points, nine rebounds, two blocks. But if he he only had four fouls, so it's like he. Well, you know, like only. But you know, he's usually fouling out or like in foul trouble, which is why he has those low minutes. But it's just. Uh, it's going to be maddening this year to see his minutes fluctuate from 14 minutes to 24, 25 minutes probably is his ceiling. Um, but at least he salvaged it by almost getting a double-double and two blocks. What do you think there, uh, LT? I don't, I, I, I don't know how this how this even happens he had a negative 24 plus minus rating while he was on the floor oh. um, 
and nobody else is even close to that on the starting lineup. So I don't know what happened, but that's probably why he had low minutes. He was just I don't I don't I don't know what was going on, but he he was terrible this game um, on the defensive end probably. So um, I'm not too sure what happened, but uh, one punch man Bobby Portis um, he uh, he he does he did it for you if you if you're streaming him or if you have him maybe on the back end of your bench on redraft leagues he is he he did it 11 rebounds two blocks. 28 points four from four from the three-point line uh that that's wow. that's that is crazy to see and um bobby bobby portis is such a frustrating player because he has the potential to put up lines not like this all the time but similar you know just standard lines if he could just you know get uh get out of his own way um to be honest uh you know doing dumb things like you know fighting people and other stuff like that um, <laughs> He he just he just needs to just play basketball and he can really I feel like he's a he's actually a really good player if he would just play basketball. So th- he's not always going to do this because he's still fighting for minutes on this squad. But if he continues to play and produce, they're going to find minutes because he had a plus thirty one plus minus this game. So mm-hmm. and they and they won uh, first their first win. So uh, you can obviously uh, look into that. What do you think, Sarks? Yeah, I mean you guys covered everything there. I'll just say this last thing about it is. Just like in New York, I've always mentioned if uh, was it DSJ, if he had the opportunity, who else is going to score? I mean, Bobby Portis is going to be another guy that jacks up the shot regardless if it goes in or not. So they need points, man. Um, but we'll transition mm-hmm. to the Indiana game. We did talk about Detroit, so we'll just stay on the Indiana side of things. And uh, I'll just talk about actually one of the guys that I feel like is going to have a bounce back season is TJ Warren, uh, mm-hmm. that you were able to cut coupons with him and mostly in a lot of leagues. He had a good game, 19 points, five rebounds, assists, and five steals. Now, he didn't shoot efficient. He was 9 for 22, but this guy is a player that is going to get some shots if the opportunity presents itself, and it definitely came his way. Hopefully, that injury that he uh, fell on the court, I think it was like on his side, his chest, and hip. It looks like he's already better in that aspect, so that's good. And obviously, we talked about uh, Malcolm Brogdon uh, last episode, but it only makes sense to talk about him again. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, just Mm. 2 rebounds Mm -hmm. away from a triple-double. Now, he didn't shoot efficient 5 for 17, but he did pump up the volume. And honestly, he's still a player that I'm interested in. And obviously, we talked about him and said he's not the spiciest player. But, you know, that is what it is. I'll pass you the ball there, uh, Jacob. What's your thoughts on this team? Yeah, I mean, 17 shots is nothing to sniff at. I mean, like, he's getting the opportunity. And for now, I mean, like, he's... He he's getting you those stats, so absolutely he's doing great. Um, I also like what I saw from Sabonis um, tonight with 21 points and 14 rebounds. Now he doesn't get you those slaps, which is unfortunate. But in a points leagues, he's definitely going to be a great value for you um, if you got him in the middle rounds for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, it's good to see that TJ Warren's playing up. I mean, like he got he got he got he got those five swipes. Mm. Uh, he took 22 shots himself. Oh my goodness. So, uh, it seems like he's getting comfortable and he's taking those shots. So, I mean, so, I mean, that's, that's good to see as, as a Warren owner for sure. What do you think LT? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go dwell too much on the Pacers because they're, 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 I'm almost falling asleep just talking about them. But, um, <laughs> the Pacers are sweet, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only said that because I know it's your, I know it's your secondary <laughs> team. Um, so, but um, as far as the Pacers, what I, the only thing I really want to state, TJ Warren, five swipes, don't get used to that. Um, but that that's really good to see. Yeah. Um, I, only thing I really want to say about this team is that their, their rotations are – super heavy towards their starters they're, they're very raptors like where yes. those mm. five guys especially when dippo comes back that may you know uh. someone may come back in uh he's gonna be you know playing a lot of minutes but if you can invest or put us put in some uh you know stock in one of those five guys that are gonna be in this starting lineup they're they're, they're just they're really just rolling out with like a six to seven uh man rotation really uh tj leaf i mean come on now tj mcconnell i mean there's so many tjs on this team i don't know what to do uh but yeah um definitely tj tj max <laughs> yeah call them tj maxes but yeah just keep a track of those rotations they got such a tight rotation in indiana too those top five guys uh the starters are who who you want to invest in for sure nice. let me steal the ball there from you oh. i have a question for you starts mm. yeah uh why I am super curious why they started a gentleman that I've never heard of, Edmund Summer, in as the starting point guard, and Aaron Holiday didn't play at all. What's going on there? Hey, they was thinking, you know, they got tired of the cold day, so they said Sumner time. <laughs> terrible joke. I'll take it. <laughs> no, but uh, as far as Sumner, I don't, I don't know what that's about, honestly. Um, yeah. he's, he's definitely a player that... Oh, my goodness. Holiday, it's like we want Holiday time to get the opportunity. And honestly, mm -hmm. he was a player that a lot of us or even people that are in dynasty formats was thinking he would be the player that would get the chance and TJ McConnell would not be. So and then you would think since TJ McConnell only got 13 minutes, Holiday got 22 minutes, but it still gave the minutes to Sumner and mm -hmm. Holiday should be starting. It is an unfortunate situation, but one thing that you could also take from this is Sumner had a better plus minus rating than Holiday did. So he must be doing something a little bit better. I didn't mm. analyze and prepare for that. So as far as Sumner goes in a dynasty format, I mean, he's worth a, a deep flyer. I mean, I'm not right. excited to grab him, but that's where I stand. But I want to actually transition a little bit back onto a game that we, I missed on the Chicago side of things. And it's Sadoransky. Now, again, I just Oof. don't like playing with that guard situation, that musical chairs. Spin the bottle, Russian roulette. Mm -hmm. I just don't like playing that. Of course, I keep trying to be nice and say Sato is the best guard. Well, he should be the best guard there. They just paid him the money, stuff of that nature. It sounds good. He only took five shots. He did have the most minutes out of the guard situation. Obviously, Chicago lost his game. But one of the guys that I was a backer from last year that I had a gut call on is Wendell Carter Jr. Mm. He had a 20.10 rebound to assist mm. game, a steal in three slaps. And he only took nine shots, right? So one thing about Wendell Carter Jr. is that I look at is if he can pump up the volume. Now, it's going to be hard because you got Zach Levine that wants to pump up the volume. Right. <laughs> and so that that is, a, that is a, a, a situation that's hard to, you know, take. But let me just say this because I'm getting a lot of questions on this Otto Porter thing. People are wanting to give up on him quick. And I, I get it. He's been a, a stressful guy to have on your team. But let me just warn the listeners. He almost essentially does this every single year. He starts mm -hmm. out slow. And then as the season progresses along, he does better. Now, if you're in a 10-man league, 
that is really hard to have that pill swallow uh, if that's the case. And I can almost understand that you're going to cut bait with him. I would still give him some time. Uh, one thing I also want to say is, uh, let me LT, if you don't mind, if uh, as uh, what was it, Lewis would say, hop into DeLorean. I want to actually take you back a little bit because it goes back to our rivalry days. I'm sure you you remember when we talked about the transporter and who who was mm-hmm. who was better him or Al Farouk or Mino? You remember that? <laughs> I do. I do remember those battles, man. <laughs> transporter, no. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. Amina, Amina for sure. Uh, not anymore, <laughs> for sure. I mean, that, was, right. that, that was actually a conversation back then. Not anymore. Auto is definitely better. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no, that, no, that's that's funny. Yeah, me and LT back in the day, we had a lot of uh, rivalries when it came to like certain players, and I'm sure he scored on some. Uh, but we'll have to come up with some. Hopefully, he remembers. But you know, I, I can think of some. But I'll I'll let him have his time to think of a player soon. So. Real quick, LT, did you want to say anything real quick on the Chicago game? No, no, not really. <laughs> that, that Otto Porter, you, <laughs> Otto Porter uh, you, you hate to see it. He, he'll be better. Uh, just like Stark said, he'll be better. Um, he he had he had took he took eleven shots. Um, I I like I want to see him take more shots, but we know Levine, and it looks like our guy uh, Markinen are, mm. are are the guys coming in to uh, actually score for Chicago. Wendell Marco. Carter. Um, I like Wendell Carter better than Mitch. They were going, they, they were going kind of in the same area in leagues and redraft format um, as big man, as high high draft big man, based on their last year production at the end of the year. Um, I like Wendell better. I like his opportunities better. I think I think he's gonna really uh, if you if you took a chance on him in the, the, those fourth to fifth rounds, I think he's gonna pay pay dividends for you uh, moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. White White Knight, absolutely, man. Yeah, uh, you touched up uh, on. Our boy Lowry there. I mean, I'm a huge fan. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote an article saying that he's going to, he's going to grace uh, the top fifty. And you know, he doesn't get you, as Starks would say, he doesn't get you those stock stats a ton, like those blocks and steals. He got one steal tonight, but where, where he. Where he makes where he makes his money is his threes, his rebounds, and his points, um, as well as his free throw percentage isn't bad. I mean, like he went he went six for six tonight, which is great. Uh, he's somewhat he's somewhat inefficient, but he uh, if he can luck into some of those stock stats he can definitely grace that top 50 but yeah yeah that's all i got to say about the bulls for now starks <laughs> yeah that's cool so we'll just we won't touch up on all the games but i guess we'll touch up well actually two more games because it only makes sense to touch up on uh sage's team portland here se- man i'm i'm sweating I'm, I'm sweating bullets right now on that <laughs> portland game man i'm not gonna oh, lie to you guys uh, so going to the Houston Oklahoma side of things, one uh, Houston wins one sixteen to OKC one twelve. This is the come out party that I'm. Like I said, I was a little off on him last year. Coming into this year, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm starting to jump on the hype and echo train with the SGA uh, mm. train this year. Welcome to the train. <laughs> And he's uh, he's good. He's he's looking good now. He wasn't efficient this game. It was pretty bad. Eight for twenty one, but. He's jacking up and, and pumping up the volume, and that's what I love, and LT knows that. So mm-hmm. if you give me a player on the team and they're going to give him the keys to pump up the volume, 
I don't care almost who you are. I'm going to draft you without its or any its ands or buts about it and not think twice about it. And on top of that, he had 35 minutes this game. So 22 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Unfortunately, he didn't get any stock stats, but he did make all of his charity stripes with two snipes. Uh, Chris Paul, uh, he, he doesn't look the same. This could be the... This could be the time where he's really done, but no, he's not. I'll say, <laughs> you know, he's 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 not going to be the player that we're accustomed to, like a top 25 player. I mean, it looks like it's a stretch. He could be a top 60 player, you know, and then maybe he's trying to save his body. But honestly, maybe his body can't save him anymore. So that's where we're at. Uh, the minutes is it's it's weird in OKC. That's. One thing that's in a deep dynasty league, you got to pay attention on who is going to be the next man up. Someone else has to get the minutes. Is it Ferguson? Is it Hamadou Diallo? Is it, you know, Noel? Like, Nerlens Noel. Oh, my gosh. Nerlens Noel is an okay guy to have in a dynasty format. Mm -hmm. Is it Basley or Baisley? Is it Burton? Is it Nader? I still believe that the opportunity could be for Hamadou Diallo just because of the athleticism that he had or he has. And he's, he took. A lot of shots this game in only 17 minutes. But uh, that's all I have for that. Uh, White Knight, do you want to touch up on this game, man? Yeah, I mean, super quick. Uh, I want to say I'm a little bit worried for Steven Adams. I had, mm. yeah. I, I had super, super high hopes for him, uh, you know, now that there's no westbrook to steal all of his rebounds and stuff and that's what <laughs> and that's what i thought exactly would happen i thought he was going to average like 15 rebounds but i mean like it's more of the same uh he's you know like two for seven six points 12 rebounds and two blocks i mean like he's still getting okay stats but i really thought that he would grace that top 50 just based on the thunder not having a lot of talent um around him but i mean he's just he's just going back to what he was like in his rookie and his second year like just like another big man just to get the rebounds and play defense like i thought <laughs> they're going to rely on him more uh but i'm a little bummed uh it looks like he's ceding a lot of his minutes to uh schroeder who's coming in when they're playing like a small ball um and uh -huh. i thought schroeder was gonna have a terrible year being you know, like the odd man out at guard with Paul and uh, SGA there. But, I mean, he's, you know, like he balled out versus the Warriors yesterday. Now he's balling out again versus the Rockets. I mean, two teams that don't have great defense, but he's still, he's, he's still getting the job done and proving me wrong so far. Uh, what do you think there, Starks? Yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, Nintendo DS is the name that reminds <laughs> me of Dennis Schroeder. Um, you know, he he's the guy. I'll be honest with you. A few years ago, I was like, who was what team was he on? When he was in Atlanta at the time, mm. I was like, man, I think he's going to be the player that he has the opportunity, pretty much has the keys. He's the unquestioned or, you know, guard there. And mm -hmm. he had he strung some good games. You know, don't get me wrong, but it just seemed like it just it just didn't work out. And then honestly, when he, he went to OKC, obviously his value plummeted pretty bad, you know, mm -hmm. with the players that he had uh, over there. Now, I did secretly think like, you know, this year might be a little different for him because Chris Paul is just like, I don't expect Chris Paul to be the Chris Paul of, you know, I'm not saying this bad, but I think mm -hmm. Chris Paul has better days <laughs> to come. But Dennis Schroeder, they, you know, they've had mentions that they're going to run a three uh, guard lineup there. 
sometimes. And although he came from the bench, they still need th- that that good punch from the bench. And there's nobody to do that in OKC right now. And he's the guy. So, you know, that's something to look at. Um, I'll, I'll pass you the ball there, LT, to go on the Houston side of things, unless you want to say something on OKC real quick. Yeah, I'll do both real quick. Uh, just a quick clipping on the, on the OKC. Like you, like both of you and White and I have stated, they're going to be doing this three-guard lineup. I've seen it in action. Um <laughs> Um, so it, those three guys are going to be, you know, they're going to be playing musical chairs on mm-hmm. who's going to be having the bigger nights. Um, you would hope that they actually find a way. And what I'm hoping is our, uh, Chris Paul finds a way to incorporate those guys, him, you know, facilitating and, uh, maybe shy, uh, SGA and, uh, uh the shredder, uh, getting most of those points coming <laughs> in. Uh, Gallo's just doing Gallo things, man. Right. Uh, there's just, just so con- he's super consistent. Didn't shoot as well as you would hope, but it's just consistent on that front. And just to move over to the Houston side real quick, um, Harden, uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Things. I want. I want to mention something real quick that I. I, I just. I, I'm so mad at this stat line. I, I could literally. Yes. Throw something at my computer screen. Twenty-one for twenty-two yes. free throw uh, from yeah, James Harden. The only reason he has forty points is because he took twenty-two free throws. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how that's even possible. Um. <laughs> and, and, any, anyways, uh, so if you have Harden and you're and you're in cat, category leagues, pretty much just won your free throw right there, probably on the week. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let me let me steal the ball real quick, man. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. You know what? You, you brought this up. This was honestly probably going to be the clutch shot of mine, so I'll, I'll save another one, additional one. This kind, we're go, we're going to go back to the origins a little bit. Let's go behind the curtain again with me and LT to Sage. Let me say this real quick. The stat line he just said to the listeners. This is your cheat code. If you want to know my style when it comes to fantasy, here it is. I'm one of the biggest people to love people that gets the high volume of free throw attempts, and you're a good shooter. Harden, honestly, he reminds me of the guy, one of my, probably my favorite fantasy player. He has to be one of them because just the games he had when he first came to Houston, I know, you know, you guys like, you're going to get off the topic, but that's okay. You guys got to eat it. So when he was <laughs> at the Thunder at that point in time, you know, we, oh man, that was tough. They had the superstar squad with KD, Russell Westbrook. They even think I had Reggie Jackson, Ibaka. Just had on everybody, right? Oh, they yeah. have, did they have Jeff had, Green too? Yeah, they had Jeff they Green. They had Jeff Green too. Yep. They, that squad was stacked. Yeah, and they, they were supposed to be what the Warriors was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wishful thinking. But anyways, yeah. you know, when he went to Houston, he's like, just like what LT was saying, it's just like this stat line just makes you sick. It's like he's got 40 points, but he's shooting inefficient field goal percentage, 8 for 21, but mm-hmm. 21 shots out of or, or 21 points out of 22 shots at the free throw line. That is a, that's pretty much a recipe of almost – locking down your free throw percentage for the week unless you have someone like Andre Drummond for that reason I don't know why you would do that but (laughs) you know that could be one of those things that you know we could talk about of you know maybe could work you know in the future but that is something that is going to lock you down and, and get your opponent frustrated because Harden is one of those rare players that a lot of people I wouldn't say they overlook obviously but the thing is the type of stuff he does and I know he gets he gets, uh, you know, people talk about him like he doesn't have good defense, but 
I don't care, man. When it comes to fantasy, he's still going to get me those steals somehow, somewhere. He's going to mm-hmm. fall into those steals, and he's like getting like a steal and a half. That's the type of player he is. So I just had to go on that rant. Go ahead, LT. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. Uh, James Harden is definitely, as far as our rivalry, a, the player probably that I hate the most in fantasy. He is <laughs> he is so frustrating to play in a category league because he'll, you know, he'll have this game here Monday, right, and then Wednesday whenever he plays, he'll have like four steals. He does. He doesn't even. He's not even good at defense he'll have four steals uh 14 assists and like uh eight uh, like seven snipe like what like what are these stats like (laughs) like it's crazy he's such a good player in fantasy and especially in category leagues um i mean the turnovers you'll have that russell Westbrook. i want to just do a quick blurb on russell we were a lot of people were worried about Russell in this offense this year, and he's he's kind of proven them wrong. He's been he's been doing Russell like stat lines, Russell like mm-hmm. things all year, even on this team. So his game is the way he plays, especially in fantasy, is translating to Houston, you know, without any issues. Harden still put up forty points, and Westbrook still is getting his triple doubles uh, with his steal per game. So um, and Russell's fine; he'll be fine. Hopefully, he can stay healthy, and that's the main thing we're worried about. Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this was his uh, revenge game, here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, he went off. He went off for twenty-one points, twelve rebounds, and nine assists. I mean, like he is, as I've been saying, he is a points league dandy. And mm-hmm. if you and if you slept on him just because of like some nagging injuries in the preseason, I mean, he, you got him at a great value. So I mean, like that's all I got to say about the Rockets game, right there, Starks. Nice, nice. And then we'll just go into the game of LT. Oh, Max, mm. I'll pass you the ball there, LT, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so, oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> so it's crazy. I was, we were doing the podcast. I was looking, I was looking at the game. I was like, man, Damien's sucking wind right now. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I turn my head for like a, a quarter, and he just he goes ballistic. Ends up with twenty eight points, the most on our uh, most on the team. Uh, so he, he classic Damien, a fourth mm-hmm. quarter fourth quarter uh, just going off, mm-hmm. and he misses the last three to send it into overtime. Though we were we were behind and. We got two behind, and I think we're really going to miss our uh, my guy here. Um, we're really going to miss Zach Collins uh, on the defensive end on our squad. Uh, Anthony Tolliver is not it. Um, nah. <laughs> um, so even though he had 10 boards, what is, boards what is happening? What is happening? Anyway, um, just to go, to go on a fantasy perspective on this game, everyone did well. You want to see more from Whiteside, especially with Zach being out of the lineup. You right. want to see more from Hassan Whiteside. He's been doing pretty well for you, though. So, you know, he gets one game. CJ McCollum's finally catching fire, finally playing uh, like the two, the number two in Portland. So um, he, right. if, you, if you picked him up at a coupon clipping, because he was going ridiculously late in drafts, uh, then, uh, you know, kudos to you and of course Damien, uh, the lizard himself, (laughs) almost farting with a trip dub this game, uh, nine rebounds, seven assists, two blocks. I mean, come on now. Uh, Is that, is that him or Dwayne Wade playing out there? Stop, Um, stop. um, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Flash or Dame Dollar? I don't know. But uh, two blocks added on that on that um on that clipping. So uh how oh, I'll switch over to you right now. What do you think about San Antonio tonight? San Antonio, yeah. So uh really quick, I wanted to say that I still expect uh Baysmore to step up. I mean, like he 
he went, oh my goodness, one for nine, which is, mm. which is, which is upsetting, but he's usually the one that gets you those steals um, mm. and low points. I mean, like he had like an off night, but I think he's going to step up uh, for Zach Collins there, or at least I hope so. Um, but as far as San Antonio goes, um, I really like what I've seen from our boring vet here, DeMar DeRozan, you know, <laughs> you know, he went 10 for 16, ho-hum, seven rebounds, seven <laughs> points, two steals, but he's getting the job done, guys, come on. <laughs> no three-point attempts, man, DeRozan is, man, what a guy. What oh, a guy, man. yeah, he never really wanted to perfect that, I mean, I think he's gotten better, but yeah, he's just, uh, you know, I'm going to do those mid-range jumpers, mm-hmm. and uh, you try to stop it, you know, he's super yeah. accurate. Um <laughs> Uh, looks like you don't uh, agree with me there, Starks. What do you got to say about this game? No, I was just, I, I was just, um, when, as you were talking, I was looking at this stat line from Trick or Trade 2.0 on the scene. Hey, hey, I, I, let me steal a ball from you, Starks. Yeah. Let me steal a ball from here on Trey Lyles. So, so Trick or Trick or Trade 2.0. So, just to be, just, just as a joke, so you guys can laugh at me. This is why uh, the White Knight does the pickup streams for the week and not me. I picked up Trey Lyles, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know, trying to catch, you know, uh, I don't know, fire in a pan or whatever, <laughs> whatever the saying goes. And flash look at that, yeah, flash in a pan. And look at this stat line. Over two. Uh. <laughs> and the two shots were three pointers. He didn't he's a center. What is he doing? Get in the uh. paint. You, you you got eight rebounds, um uh, one offensive, put it back up. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing out there. 24 minutes, two fouls. I mean, come on, Trey. Do something better. And so hopefully he's better for me the rest of the week. But, yeah, go, go bet. Go, I'll pass it, pass the rock back to you, Stark. Sorry about that. I just have to no. get that out. Hey, man, that's all right, man. Sometimes you got to vent it out and get it out, man. When I seen that when I seen that hamburger goose egg on points, man, I, just couldn't, I couldn't hold it, man. But, you know, kind of uh, – I will get back to that game. So, you know, as you were – you know, given the hype with Lillard, your boy, you know, he was super inefficient, 9 for 28. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you kind of forgot that. Everything else <laughs> looked good until that came, right? But uh, on, on the <laughs> – and then White Knight winning on DeRozan. Yeah, that was some bland stats. He got a burger 0-2 on the assist column. He too, did, he did. Odd. That's not something that he does, but – I mean, he typically gets assists, but to give mm-hmm. that burger egg zero, that that is sad. <laughs> LMA, boring game, but them five slaps ain't boring. That's nah, that's, crazy. that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely not uh, boring at all. But I guess one person I am. Uh, so this is the thing. I know you guys like Murray, Palmade, Murray's Palmade uh, in this <laughs> team in particular. But mm-hmm. Derek White, I just don't like. This is another situation that it could be potentially hot potato here. He had a better game than Murray or Murray or however, um, but 21 points, five rebounds, and three assists. Um, I'll leave it there, but the guy also I was going to say, Brian Forbes, uh, he just he, he's there, and he's just a streamer type of player. I don't, I wouldn't even be excited to have him in a dynasty format. That's kind of where I stand. So, listeners, I do apologize. We really went over in, in minutes uh, but I guess we just went to overtime. So this was mm-hmm. a fun episode. We are going to get to the clutch shot anyways, though, since you guys have been uh, hanging in there with us. We had some technical difficulties with some of the recording, too, but hopefully most of the content comes out. So 
before I, I, we actually get to the clutch shots, did you guys want to touch up on anything real quick before we hit those clutch shots? Oh, no. I'm all about those clutch shots right now, Starks. Yeah, what I'm about good. you, LT? Yeah, I'm good. Go ahead and we'll clutch it up. All right. Perfect, man. So uh, the, the clutch shot that I'm going to take this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world is, uh, you know, it's funny, LT, man, like. I was just going to say, man, you know, I was, we were, you know, the listeners, they were looking for the, the Sage Eyes article, man. And I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I'm not, I'm not the best uh, blogger or writer, but I, I didn't expect myself to write a blog before you today. So I just kind of questioned, man, what, what happened? Uh -oh. man? Was it, was the Sage Eyes asleep or, you know, what happened, man? So I'm going to, uh, I actually wanted to <laughs> touch up on that. So I actually was writing up my, uh, Sage Eyes article and I start looking through, uh, some of these write-ups and blogs by, uh, Starks and White Knight. And I just realized mm -hmm. that the quality of what I was writing <laughs> was in no fashion or way, even remotely close to these guys with their, <laughs> with their links and their box charts. I mean, wow. <laughs> These guys, are, these, guys, these guys are taking, I mean, so I, I have to go back to the drawing board. I, I was like, I can't, I can't put out just some uh, three paragraphs and write in paragraphs and just put it out there. I got to put some, uh, some, some sauce, some sauce on it. So uh, I, 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 I did have a write up, but I looked at some, I got, I'm going to have to step up my quality for you, for our listeners, make sure that I'm giving them quality articles. So I, 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 I will be working on that here shortly for sure. <laughs> I just, I'll just say this. I, I'm, I'm kidding, but at the same time, just, just take your time, brother. I, I, okay. I just get, I just give you a hard time. As oh, no, no, no. I saw your box chart, and then I saw, <laughs> I saw a, a shot chart on one of your. I saw a shot chart. I said, "Huh? He has a shot chart." I was like, "Yeah, let me go back to the drawing board." Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, White Knight, you got a clutch shot, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um. I just wanted to tell all you, uh, all you fantasy basketball heads that uh, just in case you guys do fantasy football too, I just, uh, I just, I just posted the uh, waiver, the waiver wire article. So if you want to see our thoughts on that uh, before the waivers clear on Wednesday, um, it could help you out. And also, you know, just because uh, we posted the streamers article last Saturday, that doesn't mean it can it that it can't help you all week. So I would definitely keep on referring to that, to that as the week goes on. Um, just because every day counts when you're dealing with an injury or you have an empty roster spot that you need to keep filling with streamers. So um, also please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Twitter or to DM us. If you have specific players uh, that are available in your league and you want to know who to stream, uh, we are, always here to help so please just keep referring back to those streamer articles uh and it and and it should help you um uh, so that is my clutch shot there yeah and i was gonna i'll take an additional one and lt you can feel free to take one because it was more of us just bantering with one each other <laughs> one another um it's just it's normal for us listeners it's just kind of how we are we go way back so um i'll say this for the article that i did release on uh, kind of, I can kind of share it with you listeners as well, because I know some people are more into the podcasting versus the articles. But I'll say this, 
I think it is important to still check out the site, which is on newlifefantasy.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you check out the new article, it's it's a dynasty, but also you can give you that redraft flavor. It's an article on Carl Anthony Towns. Now, if you guys, if you like podcasts, then obviously you're listening to this episode. I'll say this. If you go back to episode 50, it's going to kind of segue to a point that I was making on how I felt about Carl Anthony Towns. And that episode 50 is with experts on there and some names, you know, that's pretty big. That's in, in the industry and experts because a lot in particular, not just in that, but a lot of people in the industry had uh, Giannis as the number one or Anthony Davis. And that's not to say that they're not going to be number one. Right. Um, but Carl Anthony mm-hmm. Towns, I, I, I jumped the gun and I was like, no, I'm all in on Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. because of the situation, Jimmy Butler's not there and I can see him raising his assist. And, you know, I'll share a little bit of the article with the clutch shot. Now, he's the number one overall player currently in ADP and nine cat category leagues. And that's in all formats, I believe, especially redraft and dynasty. I know for sure points. I'm not really sure yet, but I'll say this with the assist rate that is bumping up. He averaged about three close to four last year. I think it only makes sense that he's going to be a five a game average. He's averaging that right now. Jeff Teague is is the leading assist uh, player from that team in particular. But, you know. Carl Anthony Towns is not that far behind. They're mm-hmm. running a lot of the offense through Carl Anthony Towns. And another thing uh, that the coach said, uh, I forgot his, his name, uh, Saunders, is they're, he's jacking up a lot of three-point shots, and that's nothing to take lightly. Now, he's averaging, I believe, over five. That's not sustainable, but I think what could be sustainable is he could average about two to two-and-a-half, three snipes a game. And that's something that has jumped each year uh, from, the, from the young cat. And the funny thing is, what if I was to say Greek Freak and obviously Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is 26 years old. Greek Freak is 24, I believe. And Anthony Davis is still 23. For some reason, it seems like maybe the other players would be younger. But no, it's Carl Anthony Towns. He is the youngest guy out of the three still. So if you're trying to build for the future in a dynasty format, he's the right now and forever. Not the forevermore, but he's, <laughs> he's there for the long term for you guys. And that's something to think about and let's let's here's another cheat code for you he is shooting 63 percent at the charity mm. stripe this year and that's wow. on nine that's on nine attempts so think about that if he's shooting that bad we know mm-hmm. he's going to be an 80 percent free throw shooter so sky is the limit he hasn't touched his ceiling his the prime in nba is around the 26 to 31 age uh range to be at your prime and he hasn't even reached that ceiling yet, or he hasn't even been in this prime. So there could be better things to come. Now, there is an outlier right now that he's averaging three steals. That's not something that's going to be sustainable. And I know, guys, it's a short, it's only been three games sample size. I get it. But that's something you need to still take in consideration. So check out the article on our website. And obviously, subscribe to the podcast and the website. And uh, LT, did you have a clutch shot, man? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I wanted to go ahead and uh, I want to follow up with what you just said. I did. Re- I actually did read that cat article, and uh, it was very well put together. Uh, you I guys agree. out there, yeah, you listeners out there, definitely look through that cat article, especially in dynasty formats, redraft leagues. Uh, I can see cat if he if he sustains this for the rest of the season in redraft leagues. He's he's a yeah. He's a top three pick for the for years to come. Um, what I wanted, uh, I want to do a quick clutch shot on my sage eyes thing. Something I did see watching a sacrifice 
Sacramento game recently. And unfortunately, my fears have come to realization as I watch, uh, see some stats here. I want you guys to keep a quick eye on my Dwayne Dedman owners out there. I want you to keep a quick eye on Homes on Homes. Okay. Um, <laughs> homes on Homes is coming for our guy's spot. And he's coming quick. Um, if you look at this game right now, seven for seven from the field, five rebounds, one block, uh, plus 20 um uh, plus minus and Dwayne Dedman in 10 minutes has uh, he didn't he I mean he shot it efficiently but he has a negative 15 plus minus this when, when you look at the stat box it doesn't really translate but if when I watch these games Dwayne Dedman is making mental mistake after mental mistake after mental mistake and it's costing Sacramento games um, so it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm worried I'm worried about him staying on the court um, I'm worried about uh, homes on homes coming and taking <laughs> taking his spot and um, he's he's coming fiercely so uh, keep an eye out on that it's not going to happen right now uh, but just something I see there's there's a, something I see that is troubling me with Dwayne Dedman. So keep keep your options open. Nice, nice. So guys, we thank you so much for listening in. This might be probably be the one of the longest episodes, but hey, I'm sure you guys enjoyed it with the great content that we brought. Mm -hmm. uh, so with that being said, uh, actually, real quick, you guys can find me on my Twitter handle. It's <laughs> at Starks underscore Industry. You can also find me on Instagram One Closing Hero. Just like what Jacob said. You know, ask us questions. And Jacob, where can they find you at again? You can find me on Twitter at Ain't Done Yet, and Done is spelled D-U-N-N-E. Nice, LT. Where can they find you at? You can find me on IG underscore Sage Network underscore, and on Twitter at Sage Network X. All right, guys. Have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride. <laughs> <laughs>